Welcome to the Pacific Coast Church Podcast, coming to you from our beloved Tacoma, Washington. We're so excited you joined us today. We hope you're encouraged by this week's message. Friends, we're going to read the Christmas story in just a second, but I do want to say that we are wrapping this series that we've been in this entire um, Christmas season, right? And He Shall Be Called. And I love the idea of how each week we've unpacked a name uh, given to Messiah in the prophecy of Isaiah 9. But I want today, as we read this Christmas story together, I wonder if you would pause and really ask yourself the question, who do you say Messiah is? What name do you ascribe to Jesus? You know, is he, is he some sort of savior for others? Is he this figure that all of Christmas is centered around? Or is he your Lord? And I just want to encourage you today to allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you directly uh, as we read the Christmas story. We're going to start in Luke chapter 2. And I'm reading out of the New Living Translation today. JF loves this translation. Starting in verse 1. At that time, the Roman Emperor Augustus decreed that a census should be taken throughout the Roman Empire. All returned to their own ancestral towns to register for this census. And because Joseph was a descendant of King David, he had to go to Bethlehem in Judea, David's ancient home. He traveled there from the village of Nazareth in Galilee, and he took with him Mary, his fiancée, who was now obviously pregnant. And while they were there, the time came for her baby to be born. She gave birth to her first child, a son. She wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no lodging available for them. Verse 8. That night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified, but the angel reassured them, Don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth, lying in a manger. Suddenly, the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and peace on earth. To those with whom God is pleased. When the angels had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, Let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. They hurried to the village and found Mary and Joseph, and there was the baby lying in the manger. After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. All who heard the shepherd's story were astonished, 
But Mary kept all these things in her heart and thought about them often. The shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. It was just as the angel had told them. You know, I was just, as we read through that once again, I was just reminded of the different characters that we read about here in this passage. We, here's Mary, this teenage girl. Uh, her whole world essentially upended. She's obviously, you could, you can only, you can only imagine fear, wonder, what the next season of life would look like. And I was thinking about how she stepped out in faith. And that's what we're doing as a church. You know, this is a new season for PCC. And I mean, just the way we even got here as a, as a church was just one step at a time of faith. We didn't have the answers. We were just obedient. And I'm just reminded of, of Mary and Joseph, just their obedience uh, to the angel and, and, and God speaking to them to, to walk this new season of life out. And it, it was, I'm, they're human and we're human and all of it can be scary. But I'm telling you right now that God had them and God has us too. I, I think about those shepherds. Wow. You talk about uh, these shepherds who, uh, you know, in that culture, the lowest of low, outcasts, if you will, looked down upon, looked over, and yet God chooses them to carry this good news that we just read, this gospel. He uses these shepherds to really go and be the first uh, evangelist, if you will, carrying the message. And going back, JF, Ashley, our church, trying to relate to this man, I'm telling you right now, um, we, we, God, God has chosen us for this season. Uh, we're not like incredibly educated or have all kinds of resources or better than anybody else. No, we're, we're, we're just like you, but God, he, he, he chooses broken people. He, he chooses people that have a past. He chooses people that have been overlooked or even outcasted, if you will. And that's my encouragement for you on this Christmas Eve. Today, he invites you, my friend, to the table. Today, uh, as we close this little uh, worship time together on this Christmas Eve, I want you to know that he came for you. Despite the way you feel about yourself, I want you to know this good news, this gospel, that's what it is. It's good news, and it's for you, and it's for me. And we're going to eat, and we're going to open presents, and we're going to have a good time tonight, and tomorrow and that's our prayer for you but we're just going to pray right now as we're walking into this new season reflecting on all that god's done for our church uh, up until this point all of the new relationships new people that have come to christ uh, uh just it's been an incredible time ash and so we're going to pray i'm going to ask you to uh, share a couple more thoughts and then pray and then i'll close uh, and then we'll get to our our festivities our family traditions and whatnot so come on I think you hit the nail on the head when you said uh, we're reflecting, right? And I never read the Christmas story without stopping to really pause on the fact that Scripture saw it noteworthy enough to let us know that Mary reflected on everything that had happened continually. Mm. And I would venture to say that wasn't just the case 
for when Jesus was born. But throughout her life, she had to pause and reflect on what God had done, what the Lord had spoken to her, the promises, and how he had provided. And so today, maybe your Christmas doesn't look the way that you thought it would. Maybe this Christmas season hasn't been as full of joy or peace that you were hoping for, but I just wanna encourage you today exactly as Mary had to do with this giant calling on her life with this huge mission and assignment that the Lord had given to her in the middle of everything that she felt JF touched on it the fear the rejection the uh, not knowing the future she made a conscious choice to ponder all of what God had said and done and to keep that in her heart and forefront and of her mind more than anything else. So today, whatever it is that you're facing, maybe you're battling fear, maybe you are concerned about a family member or a relationship, maybe you're looking for purpose, maybe you're asking that the Lord bring you new hope, I just wanna encourage you to pause and reflect on everything the Lord's spoken to you everything he's already done. You were talking about the shepherds and how they were the first evangelists. I love that picture. And at the end of the day, what scripture calls us to be is not powerful preachers, right? Scripture doesn't say, go therefore and be my preachers. No, no, no. It says, be my witness. Be a witness. What what does a witness do? A witness gives an account of what God has done for them. So today, maybe that's what you need to do. Pause, remember all that the Lord's done and the promises that he's given you, and then be a witness to someone, to someone in your sphere of influence. You don't have to have all the answers. You don't have to have all of scripture memorized. You just have to give an account to them of what God's done for you. So do you want to pray together for everyone at home? Do you want to start and then I'll wrap it? Okay. Come on, let's pray together. Lord, we thank you for this wonderful Christmas Eve together. God, we, as we meditate on this, the the greatest story ever told, you coming to this earth to ultimately give your life because of your love for us so that we may live. Thank you for rescuing us and giving us hope. We give you all the praise and thanks. Yes. Yes, Lord. God, and we just lift up every person watching. Lord, those that maybe have the the weight of loneliness or grief right now on this Christmas, maybe they're missing a loved one or maybe they have a, a need that feels so huge. Lord, we make a conscious choice right now, God, to think on your promises, to literally remember how you've shown up before in our lives, how you've answered prayers. And God, we are trusting you to do it again. And Lord, we commit that not only will we be your witnesses, just like those shepherds, Lord, we will be your witnesses to everything that you've already done in our lives and everything that you're going to do. We thank you for sending Jesus. Thank you, Lord, 
that He came in the middle of our mess to make a way for us to be with you. We love you, Lord. We praise you. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Amen. Hey, well, once again, thanks for allowing us to be a part of your Christmas tradition on this Christmas Eve. We want you to know from the Wilkerson family, we love you so much. We are so excited for what the Lord's getting ready to do in 2024. We love you. Merry Christmas. Thanks again for joining us. To hear more messages like this one, be sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel. For more content and to connect with us, go to pacificcoast.church.